What job position is 100% overvalued and overpaid? Gillette engineers, they took five years to go from three blades to four. Member of the International Olympic Committee, IOC. They've had a lengthy history of excessive demands. $4 million U.S. spent on entertainment in Nagano, traffic lanes dedicated to IOC members during the games, etc. They make very few decisions, all of which are politically motivated. They travel extensively and are paid well for it. HTTPS colon slash slash daily trojan.com slash 2021 slash 08 slash 16 slash progress without profit the IOC benefits itself at the expense of athletes slash hash colon backslash tilde colon text equals although percent 20 most percent 20 a percent 20 members percent 20 are meetings percent 20 and percent 20 at percent 20 the percent 20 olympics https colon slash slash daily trojan dot com slash 2021 slash 08 slash 16 slash progress without profit the ioc benefits itself at the expense of athletes slash hash colon tilde colon text equals although percent 20 most percent 20 a percent 20 members percent 20 are meetings percent 20 and percent 20 at percent 20 the percent 20 olympics from the article. Although technically a volunteer, the IOC president receives a yearly allowance of $251,000 and lives rent-free in a five-star hotel and spa in Switzerland. My IT director. He's never around, automates his email, and he has his own company. If someone else is regional VP they are either drowning in responsibilities working 70 hours a week, or they have absolutely nothing to do other than collecting a check. Ferrari Strategist Generally, U.S. government contractor positions requiring high security clearances. Entry-level pay isn't that high, but once you're cleared other contractors will offer bigger bucks because you can get cleared with them quickly. Jump from one to another, wait two years, do it again? Lather, rinse, repeat. I am here for a potential change of career. My mom from whom I am estranged works as the vice president of reward at an international company. She basically arranges contracts so millionaires can get more money and gets paid £189,000 a year for it. Even she thinks it's ridiculous. President of FIFA Vivek Garapalli, Clover Health, $389.6 million. George Mekon, Bright Health, $180.8 million. Mario Schlosser, Oscar Health, $60.8 million. John Cow, Alignment Healthcare, $46 million. About two-thirds of the upper-level admins at the university I worked for. We paid a guy-slash-company $10,000 to come and do a motivational speech at the school, which was supposed to improve kindness among the kids at school. It didn't work. One night I babysat three kids for about two hours or so. The kids went to bed when I got there, and the parents had left dinner out for me, so all I did was eat their food and watch their TV and pet their dogs. When they got home the mom paid me $100. I told her that was way too much. She slurred don't worry about it, I'm drunk. And then I noticed her fly was down. So that was the most overpaid job ever lol. My uncle was a commercial airline pilot. He described his job as vastly overpaid in normal circumstances and vastly underpaid in emergency situations.
hospital CEOs, and actually almost all hospital upper management. There are so many layers of management that many of them barely step foot into a healthcare facility ever, let alone ever speak to a patient, yet all of them make six, seven, eight-figure salaries plus mega bonuses. My hospital network CEO makes $11 million salary not including bonuses, which bothers me, but bothers me even more are all the board members and shit directly under him making nearly as much. It's hundreds of millions of wasted money paid to the people trying to screw staff out of good pay and screwing patients into paying big bills. I still don't know what big firm consultants do. My last job in college, before starting my career. I was an overnight shelter staff for transitional housing. Since these clients were basically back up on their feet by the time they arrived, they were pretty self-sufficient. I was paid about 25% higher than other night shift jobs I could get at the time, and on most nights all I had to do was make one pot of coffee. The rest of the time I could watch TV, play video games, do personal chores, etc. The one job that I know was better was their overnight sleeper, since we had to have two staff at all times. As implied, this dude made a well above minimum wage rate to just sleep there on the weekends. The one I had at my last office job. I was originally hired to be the manager of a new project, but the project was never launched and I had a long-term contract. After five months of being paid by only clocking in and out without doing any actual work, someone saw me in the pool for available associates and invited me to join their project as a frontline agent. Apparently at some moment the database just marked me as an available employee, without mentioning the rank I had been hired for. I stayed in the company for six years, getting paid the salary of a manager, but with the responsibilities of a regular agent. I rejected every offer for growth I had, as I was only working there to pay for a debt. In the end, I made my money with very little stress, and left the company in great terms. Edit, thanks for all the attention, I really didn't expect it to get so much traction. Here's an answer to a couple common comment I've seen. First, if it was so good, why did I leave? Simple, this job had nothing to do with my own career path. A few years back my life basically crumbled to pieces, I got into some really bad debt and at some point I just had to get a job, even if it was an office job I didn't want. Worked for two years in another company before I was recommended for the position in the one mentioned in my post. The day my debt was paid off was the day I presented my two-week notice and left in great terms. I was lucky to have a nice team around me. Second, no, I won't mention the company or project. It was as an analyst in a streaming app, no, not the super big ones, what I actually did as a frontline agent was a hybrid of customer service and developer support, all text-based. Third, it was indeed a very fortunate set of coincidences and I took advantage as much as I could, but I left due to my own pursuit. I'm doing good with my own independent endeavor, and no salary will be more valuable than my own sense of accomplishment of making a living out of what I love doing. Cheers, Reddit. Life coach. Mine. Lol. But I'm not gonna tell my employer that. Whoever was in charge of that fuck up in Ohio. Anyone who makes a ton of money by inserting themselves into big transactions and charging fees as a percentage of the transaction, brokers, title companies, etc.
I'm a project manager making $200,000 and I'm about to take an after-lunch nap. In-house legal for a corporation. I basically browse the internet most of the day in my office, maybe reviewed one or two standardized contracts and occasionally sat in during a firing. I made $80,000 a year plus benefits. Edit, to clarify, I am a paralegal, not an attorney and the work was limited to contracts and entity formation. Do car salesmen really do any work anymore? Last time I bought a car I looked online, did my research, and knew exactly what I wanted and basically showed up ready to buy. The dealer just gave me the keys for a test drive, then did the paperwork for me. Mine. I am a DevOps engineer at a fintech startup. I write server configurations for $125k slash euro and I work about 10 to 20 hours a week, remotely. I keep thinking they've figured out how easy my job is and decided to fire me and then instead they tell me I'm doing a great job and promote me. I smoked weed all through college and got a degree in philosophy, and did not go to grad school. TV Preachers My job. I work at a kiosco, I think it's the equivalent to a grocery store. Of my 8HS shift, I probably work one hour at most. Most of the time I'm watching a movie, reading or whatever I want to do while I charge people. Dot there are a few items I have to replenish. Most of what we sell is from big companies like Coca-Cola, PepsiCo or Arcor, a candy-slash-chocolate provider, and they all have external workers that put their products in a particular order, mandated by the company of course. Granted I have a nice boss that doesn't bug any of us when there's nothing to do, he doesn't demand that we should always be doing something. I'm also allowed to bring my dog. Wish I could send a picture, I'm eating ravioli right now from the restaurant that's just besides LOL. Peace, I still complain. Edit, I consider that I'm overpaid, cause I'm almost doing nothing. So. Many. MBAs in management. Fuck me there is so much bloat in middle management. I work in fintech and I literally do nothing during 9 to 5. I wake up in the morning, start my computer, check emails, morning meetings, then play video games, go to the gym, invite friends over or go out for brunch, and at the end of the day message everyone a good afternoon. I'm absurdly overpaid as well and highly recommend the career. It's like I have a job but I don't but I do. Edit, for everyone asking, I am a senior expert on blockchain and contract between FANG companies every year, mostly Google and Amazon. The hardest part is the schooling, but afterwards the actual work is quite easy. It's a pretty surreal career and I understand how privileged it is to have a stress-free job. I've seen how badly unhealthy work-life balance can impact a person's mental health cause of my parents which is why I got into IT. Second edit, my DMs are currently flooded so apologies if I take a while to reply back, trying to respond to everyone with advice greater than greater than. Anything that could be reduced to I make a lot of money because I move a lot of money, like brokers, insurers, Wall Street stuff, real estate agents. Pharmaceutical or medical sales. I'm a small-scale clinician who deals with medical sales reps five days slash week who are the, apparently, sweetest, bubbliest, most seemingly accommodating people on earth, if you buy their thing. Since your patients need theirs, except they're usually not even medically qualified to make those determinations. They can't answer medical questions relevant to their products. Every rep we deal with can be googled and earns greater than 3x the combined salary of my office staff comprising 4 people. 